Praise the Lord. It's time to get started. It's time to get started. Come on, stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. We're going to give him glory this morning. Anybody feel like praising him? Anybody feel like praising him? Well, even if you don't feel like praising him, we're going to praise him anyway. Because he's been that good. He's been that kind. Come on, put your hands together this morning. So that everybody knows Yeah Come on, if you confess the Lord Come on, sing this one If you confess the Lord Oh, sound good this morning If, if you confess the Lord
can't stop praising his name. May we pray this morning. Father, we come thanking this morning for all your many blessings. Father, we thank you because we just can't stop praising your name. We thank you for bringing us across this week, Father. Some of us had some troubles and trials this week, but you brought us. And we're glad to be here this morning. Thank you for waking us up this morning and starting us on our way. For we realized that many that laid down last night didn't get up this morning. But you touched us with a finger of love, and here we are, praising your name. Thank you for all you've done for us, for keeping us. Thank you for blessing us and keeping us. Please bless the sick and the shut-in and those that wish they could be here this morning. These are another blessing we ask in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. for a second. We thank God for your presence this morning. And just so that we make sure that we all feel and look like family, won't you just say something nice to the person that's sitting next to you? Will you do that? bless you. God bless you. Thank you so very much. Thank you. God bless you. And just to make sure that we solidify this, this wonderful, wonderful opportunity this morning just to be thankful to God, we're going to ask this time if our pulpit would come and just give us a prayer. Let us pray. Our Father, which art in heaven, here it is once again that, Lord, you showed mercy and you've given us grace as well. Lord, this day you've given us is a day that has been coming ever since our earliest beginning. And Lord, we thank you for it. We praise you for it. As a matter of fact, those who worship you in spirit and in truth can't stop praising your name because your name supersedes every name that we know. And Lord, with your name, every knee is going to bow. Lord, with your name, every tongue is going to confess that you're God and that you're God alone. So Lord, we thank you. And Lord, as we go out through this day and this week, let us be so careful that how we entertain strangers, for some of us will entertain angels unaware. Not only will we entertain angels, but some of us will entertain doctors who cures cancer. Some of us will entertain preachers, some teachers, some just good neighbors, some good co-workers. So Lord, let us be so careful. When we come in contact 
with other human beings. Let us do everything decent and let it be done in order. Now, Lord, we are too weak to do these things on our own. But we ask, dear Lord, that you lead us and that you guide us down the pathway of righteousness. And then, dear Lord, let us do it for your name's sake. These precious prayers, we do pray them in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Ghost. Now let us all say amen one time for the Father. Amen one time for the Son. And amen one time for that of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. We thank God now for his presence in this place. I don't know about you, but I can feel it. At this time, won't you all please stand now for a response to reading followed by the hymn for the morning. May we all read together. In that renewal, there is no longer Greek and Jew, slave and free, but Christ is all in all. Isn't that wonderful? Let's say that again like we really, really mean it. In that renewal, there is no longer Greek and Jew. And that's what we'll be singing about this morning. Christ is all and all. Won't you join us now?
know about you, but I've been knowing a long time that he is all this world to me. And if you have that in your mind, I know you too would just be thankful that we know the Lord. And we are learning more and more about the Lord every day and every night. Amen. This time now, we'd like to share a few announcements with you. We ask that you continue to pray for our sick and shut-in members. And just keep those who lost loved ones recently in your prayers. And just know that if you've not experienced it yet, just keep on living. And it'll come to you. So just be nice. We're going to ask again that you continue to pray. Uh, pray for our sister Gloria Greer. You know that she lost a loved one and was funeralized this past week. I also ask that you please pray for Deaconess Thornton. She's having some difficulty. Brother Mrs., uh, Mr. and Mrs. Claude Wilson are back this morning. They had uh, some death in their family, Mrs. Wilson's mother, so I ask you to continue to pray for them as well. Don't forget to continue to pray for the Ashley family. And you know, sometimes it takes some time to get used to a situation. So just pray, and that prayer will do everything. Amen? Amen? Also, continue to pray again for Sister Linda Wilson and all of our sick and shut-in members. And if you don't know who they are, just pray for everybody. Amen? Amen. And if you do that, you will be all right. This time now, we're going to pause and get some announcements from the media. Media, you on? Good morning, Kay Chapel. I am Shannon Winston, and here is your morning news. It's first Sunday here at K, so happy birthday to everyone with a birthday during the month of July. And get ready because we are going to sing happy birthday to you in just a few minutes. Guess what, K Chapel? We are a shining example. On June 21st, Visit Jackson honored the best of Jackson's hospitality industry during its annual Hometown Hero and Summit Awards ceremony. For sharing our ministry with Jackson, Mississippi and the international community, K Chapel was a recipient of the Shining Example Award. Congrats, Kay Chapel. We are celebrating our pastor's anniversary on Sunday, July 22nd during the 11 a.m. worship service. This year's pre-anniversary celebration will be held right here at Kay Chapel on July 13th on the Buckley Big Top. This event is being planned for all of Kay Chapel to come out and celebrate with Pastor Buckley and the First Family. Mrs. Frances Ashley, who is a member of the program committee, is joining us to share a little more information about this event. Mrs. Francis, thanks for joining us today. Can you tell us more about this upcoming event? Oh, the Buckless Big Top is going to be a lot of fun for everyone, children and adults of all ages. We're going to have food, we're going to have games, we're going to have prizes. There may be a game for families to participate in, like The Price is Right. We may have uh, games for families to participate in as the uh, family feud. It's going to be a blast under the Buckley's Big Top. Where will the event be held? It will be in the Buckley's, I mean, I'm sorry, in the Willie Wright Family Life Center. When is the event? It's Friday, July 13th, starting at 6 p.m. Is there a cost? It's free to everyone. Mrs. Francis, will there be elephants under the big top? There won't be elephants, but there will be a couple of clowns running around. <laughs> Is there anything else you want the folks to know about the anniversary celebration? There this uh, Buckley's Under the Big Top is the pre-anniversary celebration for the entire congregation. The actual pastor's anniversary will be Sunday, July 
second, uh, and we hope all of you will come back for that as well. The um, love offering envelopes can be found in the back of the pews. They are green envelopes, and we hope all of you will take an opportunity to show your love and appreciation for Pastor Buckley and his family. Hey folks, put this on your calendar. No need to save up because the event is free. Bring the entire family, come out and show your love for our pastor under Buckley's Big Top, July 13 at 6 p.m. in the Willie Wright Family Life Center. That's all for this morning. Please be sure to check your bulletin and the bulletin board for additional announcements and upcoming events. And to share your ministry news with the K Chapel family, just send an email to K Chapel Announcements at yahoo.com or you can go to the submit info tab on the k chapel app but be sure to get your announcements in by noon on tuesday of each week i am shannon winston and this has been your morning news have a smiley sunday okay we do have a couple of additional announcements to get here thank you for your many prayers calls business and text during my recent illness i am done so much better and i ask for your continued prayers and this is from Cynthia Buchanan. Also, we have a note here. Thanks for your prayers, phone calls, and the letter of condolence during the home going of my sister-in-law. And this comes from the Harrington and Boone family. We asked you, Linda Boone, Harrington, and family, just thank you so very much. We also, your kindness and concern for my family means a great deal to me. I appreciate the love and support you have extended to us during the difficult period of sadness. Your thoughtfulness will always be welcome and thankfulness. Uh, this comes from Linda Wilson. And being on the receiving end of our thoughtfulness always warms the heart in a very special way, but there's something extra special about it when it's done by someone as nice as you. And this comes from Sister Kellen and, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Sam and Jerry Thornton. We ask that you just pray one for another. If you're not there yet, if you hadn't experienced what we just talked about, just keep on living. Amen. Thank you so much again. This time, we're going to pause. I know there's somebody out there who's not yet joined K Chapel. And if you are present, if you, we're going to ask all of our visitors. We don't necessarily know who you are, but we'll pick you up. We're going to ask all of our visitors. If you would, please stand. Let us thank you for coming and invite you back. All visitors, please stand up. Stand up, visitors. Amen. Visitors, we want you to know on behalf of our senior pastor, Reverend Reginald Buckley, our pastor, Minister, Reverend Horace Buckley, all the members of the K Chapel family, just so happy that you chose to worship with us today. You know, we know that you could have gone any place, but you made our hearts glad by your presence. Remain standing, and while you're standing, we're going to give you, that's my niece back there. While, we, while you're standing, we're going to give you something. You're going to get here at K Chapel, Mr. Baptist Church. Go to Lamont. This is our fellowship here. Won't you reach out and welcome your neighbor? Welcome to K Chapel.
I think we have perhaps three people that want to do a three-minute announcement, and we're going to ask that you please come at this time. Three minutes. Thank you, and I can beat three minutes, I think. Good morning. My name is Matt Allen, and I'm running for a circuit court judge position here in Hines County. I'm running for an open seat. It's the seat that has been held by Jeff Wheel, which is to say I'm not running against Judges Green or Judge Kidd or for the seat that Judge Gowan has held, so it's specifically for an open seat. A few brief points, because I'm going to keep it under three so you can know about me. I'm a native Jacksonian, proud to be from here. This is home. Two, I'm invested here in the community, having moved back here after law school. I've been married for eight years to Megan West. She's an evening anchor with WAPT News. We, uh, yeah, she's a wonderful wife. Even, even better. <laughs> we, have, we have two great kids. We've got a daughter and a son. So we're here. We're invested for the long haul. Uh, I've lived, we're members of St. Andrew's Episcopal Church here in Jackson. Uh, for 13 years, I have worked at the Brunini Law Firm here in Jackson. And for a year before that, I worked for a federal judge. So I've been a lawyer for 14 years in a range of different types of litigation, trials and appeals. Uh, last point, the job itself, you know, as a trial judge, I want to be fair and impartial. I want to run a good courtroom and I want to be respectful of the litigants. It's a long time between now and November. I hope to speak to you again. Again, my name is Matt Allen. Please remember me and consider me when that time comes around. It's Matt Allen. Thank you for your time this morning. Have a great Sunday. Number two. Okay, we'll take the emphasis that we normally do, and we're going to ask that. Um, I think I think number two is headed headed here. Go, yeah. Number two. number two, where are you? Oh. Good morning. Good morning, K Chapel. How you doing this morning? Good morning. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Good to see everybody. I see a lot of familiar faces out there. I'm no stranger here. Amen. Thank you. I only need two minutes, Brother Thickpin. As many of you know, I'm running for president of our General Missionary Baptist State Convention of Mississippi. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and I, I certainly need your support. Listen, one thing that we're, we're getting ready for the convention, our annual convention is getting ready uh, in, in the second week of July, July 15 through 20. Uh, we're looking forward to making a, a grand formal uh, announcement on Wednesday of that week. And if you can, I need all of you in here to come out and show your support and be a part of that announcement. One thing that we're doing, uh, we, are, we, are, we do have T-shirts available, Buckley T-shirts. Amen. But what is that? Next Sunday. Amen. Next Sunday, T-shirts will be available. And what I need you all to do is get a T-shirt. Now, we're not selling T-shirts to make any money. They're just at cost, okay? But I need everybody who can to get a T-shirt and let's fill that hall up because we want to make it known uh, that, that I got some support out there. Amen. Amen. And that will be amen. God bless you. I think my time is up. God bless you. Thank you for your support. I'm going to be careful from now. <laughs> Sister Bridgman, where are you? Sister Bridgman? Okay, well, I'm going to have to handpick somebody to say a few words. I know, please come. 
Oh, is she over there? Okay, come on down. Okay, we want all of you to know that we have a very important activity or service that's coming up uh, the fourth Sunday, and you're going to get some additional information, but I can imagine by now you know what to expect. Listen, we can't do any better than the pastor that we already have. Amen. If you think that we can, I'd like to meet that person. But it's impossible, so we're going to get a few words now at this time. Prolific, magnetic, captivating, very humorous, wisdom beyond years, socially conscious, and life-changing sermons that make you say, wow, hmm, or just plain old ouch. If you haven't figured it out yet, I'm describing our very own pastor, Reverend Reginald Buckley. As you saw in the clip, there will be no elephants, although I love elephants. But the pre-anniversary carnival field event will be, as they stated in the clip, July 13th from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. So it will be filled with plenty of food, fellowship, and fun. The last celebration will be on July 22nd during our 11 a.m. service. And we're asking everyone to give a love offering of $50. But most of all, we're asking you to give from the desires of your heart. So again, join us for the Big Top Game Carnival Night, July 13th, as well as July 22nd. Thank you for your time. And let's give a hand to our very own Pastor Reverend Reginald Buckley. I think we can do better than that, can't we? This time now, we're going to move into a part of our service where we all can participate. Don't forget that you can't be God-given. You are where you are now because of his goodness. So we ask you to please keep in mind. We have some words from the pulpit, and our deacons will give all of us an opportunity to come and to give as we have been so blessed. No servant can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. I have shown you all things, how that so laboring ye ought to support the weak, and to remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. May the Lord add his blessings to the givers, the listeners, and the doers of his holy word. Fire, Dickens.
for allowing us to come this morning. We thank you for the offering that has been given. Let it be blessed. Let it serve this community. And we will give you all the praise. Amen, amen, and amen. celebrating why don't we just celebrate our july babies all of our july babies stand to your feet let us wish you a happy birthday this morning all of our july babies come on let's wish you a happy birthday celebration move. Listen, I see Mr. and Mrs. Sellers out there. They got their new baby with them. Amen. They're celebrating. Good to see you all back in the service. Just wave your hands. Is the baby asleep? She's all right. God bless you. Well, I can't promise you we're going to stay quiet. Amen. Amen. But good to have you all back in the service. God bless you and God keep you. We're already in the midst of a good time, but I'm going to call on this choir to come and set the pace as we all prepare for the message for the morning from our pastor. Quiet, come.
will, let the church say amen. We are not ashamed. We're not ashamed of the gospel. Not ashamed of our faith. Not ashamed to be accounted as one of his followers. Not ashamed to lift high the blood-stained banner. Not ashamed to be identified with his markings. We are, we're not ashamed to be called Christians. We, we're not ashamed to let it be known whose side we're on. You know, some folk, you're on their side and you, you hide. Don't want anybody to know. But we proudly proclaim Jesus Christ as our Lord and our Savior. And we are his. He is ours. We are not ashamed. God bless you and thank you, choir. I want to invite your attention this morning to Psalm number 37. Psalm number 37. Beginning with the first verse. And there you will find these words recorded. Fret not thyself because of evildoers. Neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass, and he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light and thy judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord. Wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger. Forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. For evildoers shall be cut off, but those that wait upon the Lord, <laughs> they shall inherit the earth. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to talk from the subject this morning, God's plan. God's plan. God's plan. It, it seems that there are some personalities whose stardom and fame or whose general success for some reason or another makes them magnets for criticism, skepticism, and general disdain and dislike. They can be good people who do good things and have generally peaceful, happy, and impactful lives, and still somebody is going to find some reason not to like them. I, I kind of feel like preaching this morning. Oprah Winfrey, highly successful, came from Kosciuszko, Mississippi to 
become a world figure and a media mogul. She's done lots of good around the world, building schools, sending students to college, and helping people who are struggling to hope again. But even with all of the good that she does, there are some folk who can't stand Oprah Winfrey. They don't know her personally. Never had a conversation with her. Never even been in her presence, but they've decided for whatever reason that Oprah's the enemy. If you're a basketball fan, just mention the lane LeBron James. I got some in here, I see. And, and there's some folk without even knowing LeBron will begin to tell you everything that's wrong with it. Every reason why he'll never be the G-O-A-T and every flaw that makes him a flunky in their estimation. And because of some quirk in his play or some position taken or some decision made or some team he's going to help me somebody. In spite of his athleticism, regardless of his unquestionable contribution to the sport itself, none of his stats, none of his good deeds, none of his sportsmanship will change their minds about how bad this man is. With five Super Bowl rings under his belt, there's nothing you can say to somebody about Tom Brady that'll make you like it. See, somebody moving me along right now. I saw you. Does not matter. Does not matter how, how many image awards he wins, how many movies he produces, how many TV programs he writes, or how many people he employs. There are some folk who just can't stand Tyler Perry. And you can go down the line. When people ascend in their circles or grow in certain ways, they begin to separate them from the crowd. There are those who will begin to major in hating. Obama had his Tavis, Tavis Smiley. Michael Eric Dyson had his Cornell West. Tyler Perry has his Spike Lee. Kevin Hart has his Cat Williams. LeBron James has his Stephen A. Smith. And Drake has his Pusha T. Young folk, y'all can say amen. They're, they're, I lost them right there. I lost them right there. Because the reality, the reality, the reality is, is that the higher you go in your profession, the better you get in your gifting, the bigger you become in your circles, the more detractors, the more critics, the more skeptics, the more haters you're going to acquire along the way. Drake is the latest, the rapper Drake. Is the latest to find out that his superstardom has caused him and his music to become the target of cynics, critics, and haters. Feeling the frustration of it all, Drake released earlier this year a song entitled God's Plan. With the soulful psychedelic chord loop laid over a smooth, deep bass line anchored with an 808-inspired trap beat, Drake begins with a kind of lament saying, oh, you didn't know I knew that. Don't forget my former life. I can go back and get it every now and then. But Drake begins a kind of lament in the, in the song saying, yeah, they wishing on me. 
They wish and they wish and they wishing on me. I've been moving calm, don't start no trouble with me. Trying to keep it peaceful is a struggle for me. Y'all know it, y'all know it, y'all know it, y'all know it. Y'all just didn't think I would say it in the pulpit, that's all. And he goes on and he says, he says, he says, he says, I see them wishing on me. Hope I got some brothers that would outlive me. They're going to tell the story that it was different for me. God's plan. Now, let me be real clear, parents, for you who don't know Drake, I'm not endorsing him to go out for you to go out and buy his CD and give it to your teenager. That's not what this sermon is about. But this song, in this song, Drake laments the fact that there have come in his life those who are wishing to bring him down wishing that his next project won't be as successful as his last, wishing that his career would stymie, wishing that something would happen to him, and even wishing that he would die. While the song immediately jumped to the charts, the video only buoyed as the camera, camera captures Drake giving away a total of almost $1 million to different people and institutions throughout Miami, Florida. But instead of that helping the rapper's reputation, it brought the cries of criticism in the hip-hop world to a deafening crescendo. Some called it a PR stunt. Others said that it was a narcissistic show of humanitainment, a recently coined word that suggests that such acts that look like humanitarianism are really equally only to entertainment and self-promotion. So in essence, folk, Drake can't win for losing. Because no matter what he does, somebody's got something to say. Somebody mad because he's Canadian and acting like he came up from the come up. Somebody else mad because he's of the label that he signed. Haters seem to be everywhere. But even though the song God's Plan seems to be the biggest, one of the biggest hip-hop songs of 2018 so far, Drake, my brothers and sisters, is not the first one to capture the frustration of dealing with haters in a song. In fact, the psalmist in today's text preempts Drake by about 2,500 years with the same kind of lament. But rather than spending a lot of time crying about what they are doing to him, David writes a psalm of instruction and encouragement about how to handle life's haters. I said, I feel like preaching this morning. And in so doing, David lets us know that God does have a plan. God has a plan for how we are to treat folk who mistreat us. God has a plan for how to manage people who are mismanaging you. God has a plan for how to interact with people who mean you harm, who wish for you hurt, or who would like to see you fail. God has a plan for how we as his children should behave and how we should respond when people are wishing and wishing and wishing a lot of bad things on us. God has a plan. I believe that somebody's life would be better and more satisfying if you would learn today how to handle your haters using God's plan. Because the reality is, is that in this life, you are going to encounter some people who will not like you. You're going to make some enemies along the way without even doing anything to them. Somebody woke up this morning not liking you just because of how you look, just because of what you dare to wear in this place, just because you dare to hold your head up instead of walking slumped over. Somebody decided they didn't like you because you had enough pride. You had enough... And don't look too carefully. They may be sitting close to you.
you are going, you are going to make some enemies along the way. You are going to even fall out with people who once liked you, but they decided that you were getting along too well and you were getting too big and you were growing too much and you were becoming too much and they decided that they would start a smear campaign against you and get other people not to like you all because you were outgrowing them. I can't get no help in this place. But if you're going to keep your sense of contentment and balance, if you're going to remain Christian in the midst of criticism, if you're going to prosper through your problems, you've got to know how to handle your haters using God's plan. What, what, what is God's plan? I'll tell you, God's got a plan when it comes to haters for his children. Number one, first thing you got to do is you got to learn how not to waste your emotional energy over people that God will handle. I'm going to say it again. Don't waste your emotional energy over people that God is in the text. They ain't making it up. It says, fret not thyself because of evildoers. Neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. What are you saying, preacher? I'm saying you don't need to live your life going day by day thinking about and worried about what somebody is thinking, feeling, or saying about you. I can't get no help in this place. Listen, you have too much to do. God has too much he wants to do through you and for you and to you for you to be consumed emotionally with what people are thinking, saying, and feeling for which none of it is true anyway. You cannot move forward and fulfill your purpose and reach your expected end worrying about people who don't like you and, and won't like you in spite of what you are doing to feel accepted. Fret not thyself. David says, stop worrying about it. Fret not thyself. Quit thinking about it. Fret not thyself. Quit giving energy to it. Fret not thyself. Stop giving it attention. If you know that you are living your life in the fullness of God's plan, if you know, if you know that you have not offended that person by any personal act, if you know that their issue with you is unfounded and unsubstantiated and has no merit, if you know that this is their issue and not yours, their stuff and not yours that you cannot take away from them, you need to stop expending your emotional energy on people that the Lord will deal with. Listen to me. Let me help somebody real quick. When people are not with you and when people are not for you, don't let them lease emotional real estate in your life. What are you saying? In other words, you can't lose sleep over people who don't have your best interests at heart. You can't make yourself sick over individuals who are wishing on you. You cannot allow yourself to lose your sense of purpose and lose your joy and lose your happiness and lose your peace over somebody who has decided that you are their enemy. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'm not telling you not to reconcile when you can. I'm, I, I, you need to go and, and have a conversation and see if you've caused something or contributed to that situation being the way that it is. But when you followed the Bible's principles... 
When you've gone to your brother and your sister and you've sought reconciliation and you've opened your ears to hear the other person's heart and recognize that they aren't coming with the same kind of intent or the same kind of purpose or the same kind of motivation, you cannot waste emotional energy over that situation. Fret not thyself over evildoers. Neither be thou envious of those who are working in evil dealings. In other words, I'm not going to count, watch this, how far somebody is getting ahead of me when they're doing it illegally, unethically, or immorally. Stop feeling jealous about somebody being ahead of you, living in a better house than you, driving a finer car than you, when they're getting it unethically, immorally, or illegally. Wish I had a witness in here. Why? Because the Bible says they will soon be cut down as the green grass and the herb. Number two, number two, what's God's plan for dealing with negative people? Number two, don't let negative people change your positive persona. Don't let negative people change your positive persona. Verse three says, trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. The psalmist says, instead of worrying about what people are thinking, feeling, and saying, just trust in the Lord. Watch this. And don't stop being the positive person you are. Do good. Trust in the Lord. And don't stop being good. Trust in the Lord. And don't stop pushing for more and giving more and being more and impacting more. Do good. And when you keep doing good, the psalmist says that you will dwell in the land and be fed. In other words, you will always have what you need when you don't let mean people make you become mean. Trust in the Lord and do good. Don't let bitter people cause you to become bitter. Don't let evil people cause you to start doing evil things. You be the salt and the light that God has called you to be. You be the healing bomb that the Lord has equipped you to be. You be the change agent that God has empowered you to be. You be the force for good that God expects you to be. You be the positive persona that the Lord has created you to be. And don't let negative people pull you into negative behaviors. Don't let negative language get into your spirit. So do you start talking like them. You start acting like them. You start responding the way they respond and trying to beat them at their game. You can't be a snake. Quit trying. You will fail miserably. It's not who God created you to be. So Jesus says to his disciples, and he says to us, if you got enemies, love them. If somebody's cursing you, bless them. If somebody's hating you, do good to them. If somebody's persecuting you, you pray for them. That's God's plan. Trust him and keep doing good. When they treat you wrong, keep doing good. When they talk about you, keep doing good. When they lie on you, keep doing good. When they turn others against you, keep doing good. That's God's plan. Number three, number three, I'm not going to hold you long. Number three, number three, how do you handle your haters? Number three, don't plan your own vindication. Oh, 
Don't plan your own vindication. Number, verse number four says, delight thyself in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord, trust in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Verse six, and he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light and thy judgment as the noonday. The psalmist is simply saying this over and over again. You don't have to vindicate yourself when God is on your side. Trust in the Lord and he will fight for you. Trust in the Lord and he will bring it to the past. Trust in the Lord and he will rise up. Trust in the Lord and he will turn it around. Quit trying to prove yourself to people. He will show them who you are. He will show them your character and your integrity. He will change their minds about what you've done and what you meant to do. He. Good God Almighty. Yes, the psalmist says he will do what you don't need to do. That's God's plan. I'm, I'm through. I'm through. Number four, number three. This is the last thing. God's plan for how to handle your haters. Number four, rest in him. And wait on him. Rest in him. And wait on him. It's in verse number 7 it says rest in the Lord. And wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him. Who prospereth in his way. Because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger. In any wise to do evil. For evil doers shall be cut off. But they that wait upon the Lord. They shall inherit Thomas makes a clear statement here that the only way you will find help in the midst of your haters, you got to rest in him. The only way you're going to have contentment in the midst of your critics, you've got to rest in him. The only way you're going to find peace among your persecutors, you've got to rest in him. What that means is that you've got to come to the place where you understand that human capacities are finite. Human personalities are fickle and funny. People can love you one day and despise you the next. Can honor you one day and dishonor you the next. Can fight for you one day and fight with you the next. But when you put your trust and when you put your trust in such fickle and funny acting folk, you may ride the roller coaster of, of emotions up and down again. But so the psalmist says, instead of putting your trust in people who are fickle and funny, trust in the Lord. Rest in the Lord. In other words, in other words, establish your center being not in people, but in him. Center yourself not in the relationships on earth, but rather center yourself in him. And I don't know about you, but I'm going to rest in him and I'm going to wait on him. Because I found out that if I wait on him long enough, he'll come and see about me. If you wait on him long enough, he'll stop by and speak peace to a troubled mind. If you wait on him long enough, he'll fight your battles for you. If you wait on him long enough, he will strengthen you for the journey. If you wait on him long enough, he will make everything all right. That's why the choir used to sing, put your trust in Jesus. He'll make everything all right. Do I have a witness here? I stop by to tell you that is God's plan. And if you work God's plan, God's plan will work for you. Oh, I got proof that it'll work. Go back with me to a boy named Joseph. Joseph was sold by his own brothers into slavery. His own blood brothers who should have been boosting him on and lifting him up and, and watching him succeed. His own blood brothers 
got jealous of him and sold him into slavery. Don't you know Joseph could have gotten mad? Joseph could have gotten upset. Joseph could have been in that pit saying, they wishing on me. They wishing on me. They, they wishing on me. They want to hurt me. But no, Joseph decided, you know what? What you meant for evil. Wish I had a witness in this house. When, when he rose up and when God lifted him up to being second in line to Pharaoh himself and the brothers came back and saw him in that high place, Joseph said, what do you meant for evil? I, I know you wanted to see me dead, but, but what you meant to take me down, God used it to lift me up. What you meant to destroy me, God used it to develop me. What you... Work God's plan. And if you work God's plan, God will work the rest. Do I have a witness here? What are you saying, preacher? I'm saying keep your hand in God's hand. Quit trying to fight with folk. Let the Lord fight your battles for you. And I just believe today that God will rise and his enemies will be scattered. Is there anybody here who can testify this morning? That you had some haters in life. You had some folk who didn't mean you no good. But through it all, you kept on praying. And you kept on pressing. And you kept on pushing. And God came in and saw about you. You ought to thank God today that God has a plan. And when you work his plan, God will do the rest. Say yes. Saying, I don't know about you, but I'm going to trust in him. I'm going to trust in him. I'm going to trust in him. Keep your hand in God's hand. Keep your hand in the master's hand. And God will. The Lord will. The Lord will handle your haters put your trust in Jesus he'll make it all right he said I'll be with you he said I'll never leave you I'll never forsake you and when you get in trouble all you got to do is call me and he'll answer your prayer if you're here this morning the doors of the church are open wherever you are whoever you are this God that I talked about this morning he will be with you not only will he be with you in life's battles but he will meet you right here you open your heart and say Lord I need you I need you in my life because I've been trying to handle some things on my own but God I'm tired of fighting I'm tired of dealing with foolishness and, and Lord I just need you to handle what I've been trying to manage if you're here this morning won't you trust him the doors of the church are open. If you're here this morning, you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can come now. If you're here and you don't have a church home, you can come. I will. I will be with you. That's what the Lord says. I will be with you. Yes, Lord. I will be with you. My God. And the only thing you gotta do, you gotta trust him. If 
Only trust me. Trust me. That's what he asked. Trust me. Only trust. I like the verse that says, I'll fight your battles. That's what I need. I'll fight. <laughs> yes. Anybody got any battles that have been trying to fight? God says, I'll fight them for you. I'll fight your battles. Father, we come now thanking you for the blessings of this day. For you've allowed us, Lord, to return to this place under our own power, under our own strength. But Father, we realize and understand that we couldn't do anything without holding your hand. Father, we love you and we need you and we ask, oh Lord, that you would just continue to keep your loving arms around us. Father, two of your children are coming with their own situation and circumstances. Master, you know their hearts. You know their desires. But Father, we know that you know what's best. Bless each of them now, Lord, in the way they need to be blessed. With the smallest of your fingers, Lord. 
touch their lives, touch their hearts, touch their families, oh Lord. Where healing is needed, Lord, we ask that you would heal. Where comfort is needed, we ask, oh Lord, that you would just comfort. For Father, we know that you have all power and that there is nothing impossible for you. Lord, we love you. We need you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Only trust him. Only trust him. God bless you. Won't you stand? Won't you stand? Hallelujah. Now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with each of you now, henceforth, and forevermore. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen and amen. God bless you. Go in peace.